Well, hello, everybody. This is Dan. And this is Alicia. And we want to welcome you to It's a, a Good Time, good time. <laughs> to, start. to Start. You know, we really got to get this intro going here because we're really, we're lacking this. Well, you know what? I, I'm here in California and you're in Texas, so I can't see you. So we really can't, you know, kind of that cue is kind of off. But anyway, that's that's not a big deal. Um, I'm super um I'm kind of torn on this subject today that we're going to talk about because um, this is really the reason why you and I are talking and why right. really this and why this podcast is, um, you know, is, is up and uh, running. So let me kind of go ahead and first let everybody know about, you know, what I'm talking about. So um, a little bit over a year ago, about a year ago, I was in a very, very dark place and um I was watching TikTok because for whatever reason, TikTok was making me laugh and, uh, you know, cause there's just silly stuff on it. And, um, I saw Alicia, um, I, I it had to be TikTok. It could have been Instagram, but it was TikTok. I, yeah. So I saw Alicia on TikTok and she had this little blurb that she was talking about her son, Diego. And, um, you know, at the time I, I had just, so I had, I just lost my son in a, my son Hunter in a, uh, uh, auto accident. Uh, he was coming home on, he was coming home from the, on his way back from work. And again, this is really hard, hard for me to talk about. Um, and, uh, Alicia was talking about, you know, Diego and how, he, you know, she had lost her son and it just touched my heart. And, you know, it was just like, Wow. It just, it just, it hit me in a way that I had, I had to send her a message and I sent her a message and she was wonderful enough to respond. And that's how we started our friendship. And, um, you know, it, it is, it, it just, it's, it's crazy the way social media is that, you know, it, it serves its purpose. And for me, it really took me out of a dark, dark place. And I want to thank you, first of all, my friend, for um, for just reaching out to me and uh, and being really kind of a, a beacon of light for me at a time where I all I was seeing was darkness. I'm so glad, like, seriously, because that's been one thing that um, that has helped me along my journey. So it's been a lot longer for me. Um, my son, I'll give a little intro here real quick. My son um, was born. He, he was my second son out of five kids total, uh, born with a genetic defect in and out of the hospital and passed away at a year and three and a half months. He would be 20 in April. So mm. it's been, uh, he's 18 and a half years since he passed away. Um, so me sharing my story and, and for me, it's like not letting, letting his legacy live on, even though his life was cut short. And, right. Um, helping others um, see the light and joy again, no matter if they've experienced child loss or something else um, has been helpful to me um, along the way. So I'm, I'm glad it, and, and it's near and dear to my heart. And just that we said we were going to talk about this, I started getting all emotional because um, it's not something that ever will ever go away. It's something that you learn to live with. And I'm just glad that I was able to, talk to you last year and we started that friendship and and be able to kind of walk you through the first year 
Yeah, it, it is. It is something that has just absolutely helped me out. And you know what? I I love that. You know, I um, I love the fact that we have. You know, it's a it's a club that you know that we belong to, and that we want mm-hmm. nobody to be part of, right? right. And uh, it's you can talk to. I can talk to other people about about grief and about their losses, but unless you lost a child, um, you really don't understand. You know, right. you yeah. really don't understand what, what we go through. And mm-hmm. um, I just want to go ahead and give kind of kind of let you know who my son was. So my son, his name was Hunter and his middle name was Daniel. He was uh, named after me. And um, so I gave my middle name and, you know, he was my firstborn, my first love. You know, when you when when he, they're your first child, it's my first child. I mean, he was my first mm-hmm. kid. There was a love there that mm-hmm. you just you, know, you think you love but you really don't know what love is until you have, you know, until you have your child, until you have your first, your first kid, your first son. Right. And um, he was my little shadow. He was my, he was my guy. He was my dude. And, um, you know, he was 30 years old. He had just recently gotten married um, to his bride, Lauren. And, um, you know, they had a wonderful, wonderful ceremony. And he was, he was just a, a beautiful man. He was just a beautiful man. He was the kind of guy that would um, look at you in the eyes and just listen to you. He was a lot like his mother, for sure, a lot like his mother. Um, so he was just a wonderful kid. And, you know, I saw him. Um, we were celebrating my dad's 80th birthday, and we were celebrating it late. And it was in December. I think it was December 18th when we were celebrating my dad's birthday. And, um, you know, all my kids came except for my son, Dakota, who was up in Colorado. He was a fireman. And uh, my son, Austin, uh, couldn't show up because he was, I think he was in Arizona at the time. Um, But my daughter and Hunter showed up and he was so, everybody loved him because he was so like wanting to know everything about everybody. And so all the older people there, you know, were like loving on him. And I remember that he was saying, he said, hey, dad, I got to go. And he gets up and I get up. And we're very physical in our family. And I grabbed him and I grabbed his beautiful face and I gave him a kiss and I told him I love him. And he looks at me and he goes, love you, dad. And that was the last time that, that I hugged my son, that I held him. And, um, you know, I have this guilt that goes inside of me, Alicia, that, you know, that his mother, that his mother didn't get that chance to go ahead and love him one more time, you know? Right. Right. And, um, you know, and then, um, you know, 11 days later, um, I get the call. I'm in Mexico on my vacation and um, I get a call. I just and I get a call about nine o'clock that uh, uh, from a number I didn't recognize. I pick it up and it's, you know, it's my it's my son's mother-in-law, Kathy, that calls me up and tells me that he and I knew right away. I just knew as a parent, mm-hmm. you know, as a parent, you know. Right. And um, she tells me that he was in a fatal. He goes, he, she told me, he goes, Danny, it's Hunter. And I said, what's wrong with my son? And she goes, mm-hmm. I go, is he okay? She goes, he didn't make it. And I didn't know how to react to that. Right. So, I, I mean, I fell to my knees and, um, mm-hmm. you know, I had to make the four most difficult calls I've ever made in my life. Oh, I had God. to call my son. I had to call my kids and I had to call my ex-wife. And, it just, it, it was literally the worst day of my life, literally. And to relive that right now and talking to you, it gets me so emotionally wrapped right. up. 
you know, because it is such a, you know, I, and again, coming to, coming to grief, coming to grief and, you know, and, and talking with people and, um, you know, what angers me is that I didn't get to say goodbye to him, you right. know, and you have a different experience with Diego because Diego was, Diego had, was, you know, was sick, mm-hmm. right? And, and again, it doesn't, it doesn't take away from what we as parents go through with our right. child, but you had the hardest decision that you've, that I, I couldn't even imagine going through what you went and what you guys had to decide, right. you know? I mean, because you guys had to decide to go ahead and, you know, basically you had to say goodbye to him. Right, right. We, so he's, uh, Dan is referring to um, a decision we had to make at one point where, um, so the the disease he had um, was neurodegenerative. So it affected his brain and obviously brain development is critical in those first few years, but it affected every single um, organ almost. And we, his lungs, he didn't have muscle tone and his lungs were weak and he was on oxygen the last three months. And ultimately he went into lung failure and then kidney failure, but we had to make the decision. We could do it before that. We could do a tracheotomy if we wanted to, um, to maybe prolong, um, his life. But for us, it was just a, one of those decisions you come to the crossroad and it's like what kind of quality of life and are we is this what's best for him um so yeah that was a super hard decision that we had to make um and we ultimately we decided not to um yeah and then it was not too much longer and he went into lung failure then kidney failure so yeah so i can't even imagine that i mean i can't i mean it is just you know, that's, that's, that's a decision that no one wants to make in their lifetime as a parent, for sure. Um, right. But, you know, and we what, were I, young at the time. How, how old were we? You know, third, well, I was 30 years old. Wow. Um, 29 and 30 years old. Yeah. Wow. And, um, so having to make that decision, have to learn all this. I had to give him injections daily of copper. Wow. Um, we, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. That's, uh, I can't even imagine that. But you know what, through all this tragedy and all this grief that we've gone through, you know, um, the reason that I was kind of, you know, uh, I gravitated towards you is that you seem like you had so much life in you. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I watched that story about Diego. And then, you know, the next the next day, you were doing something that was, you know, that you that it was just you were happy. And, mm-hmm. and at that time, I couldn't understand why you were happy. Right, right, right. <laughs> I couldn't figure. I couldn't figure it out because I was so. I was in such a dark place, right. you know, that I couldn't figure out how is this woman talking about her son, and all of a sudden, boom, you know, she's she's happy. So now I get it, you know. Right now, now I get it. You know, we can't dwell. We can't waddle in the sadness. Although it's going to mm-hmm. be forever. It's been eighteen years. Right for you right and, and you still get emotional about it and you still mm-hmm. you know i, I mean it, it hits you it hits you all the, it hits you you don't it just it, hits you it does at the most random times you never know and sometimes you can talk about it and be fine um and other times it just brings you to this just tears um as if it were yesterday right so let me ask you so then what 
how do you get through how did you get through that first that first year or was that year the most difficult year for you it that was i would say that was the most difficult for sure um I remember it just all I could think about is like flashing through your head, these um, pictures and these moments of your son. Um, that's all I could think about. And it really, that first year was the worst, but I did yeah. have three other kids back to back to back. So that kind of um, kept me going moving yeah. forward. Yeah. I think that would keep you busy. keeps your mind busy having, you know, three and they were all young, right? They were all just young kids. Yeah. Yes, my oldest was 15 months older wow. than Diego, and then I had boom, oh, boom, boom. I Alicia. had my daughter. Alicia, yeah. I didn't know that because my boys were 15 mm -hmm. months apart too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, my 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 three kids, my three other kids were were older, so you know, it, it just I, my mind obviously was an empty nester, so mm -hmm. my mind just went dark. You know, oh, yeah. and uh, to find to find that happiness, I kind of, you know, I leaned on I leaned on my faith, but faith to get was one of those things where I was I was upset with God. Uh, yeah, that's very normal. Um, I know my uh, ex husband, the Diego's dad, he questioned God. I also myself, he was angry like you were, but I I just question. I, I it it brings you to a place where you just don't even know. You're like, what is this life? What am I doing here? What is the purpose? Like you question every single thing in your life and the world in general. And I, um, I think I told you this the other day, it was like, I had to become a seeker of truth. I had to figure out what I believed right, and how I fit in and, and what was my mission moving forward. Um, I, I yeah, it just makes you question. You can't see life the same after that kind of loss. Yeah, I think that that the word that you just used, the secret of truth, is really kind of mm -hmm. it, it really is a a powerful like just powerful words right there. It's just a statement because it is. You have to seek whatever your truth is. You know, mm -hmm. and for me, it was doubt my my doubting my faith, my doubting God. You know, and and you know, I'm not like a really religious guy, but I am, but I am a believer. And for me, it was just kind of um, show me, show me, you know, right. show me that he's okay. If you exist, if you are, if you're there, show it, show him to me. And let me tell you, he revealed things to me that were just unbelievable. So, you know, I don't want to get all into the uh, into the faith based religion stuff like that. If this is not what right. this is about, um, but I just want to say that. You gotta believe in something. You gotta you gotta have some kind of faith in something because otherwise it's gonna go dark. And it you know and it did. When I believed in nothing, it went super dark for me. Right. And, and I had to find avenues to go ahead and fill that emptiness because I'm here on this big ranch, right? Mm -hmm. And thank God because it was a blessing because this ranch really kind of was my saving grace because it kept me busy because there's always things to to fix, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. You, you, you live on a ranch too. So that's right? kind of me with with young kids. I had, I had to be there for them, you know. And being pregnant, you can't can't drink it away. Can't do <laughs> right. any, you know. I had to take care of them. Right, so, yeah. right. 
yeah. So, you know, so for me, it was just, it just, uh, I, I was going through the death of my child and a divorce of my second marriage. So mm-hmm. I had the double whammy. My, 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 my therapist, <laughs> my therapist, who is amazing. And listen, I believe in, in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, Definitely. it was, for me, it was my saving grace because having a grief therapist kind of navigate you through emotions are going to be, um, really kind of saved me. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't think about, I didn't think about like, you know, my, I didn't, my head didn't go to suicide, didn't go to that. But, you know, a lot of people in my situation with the loss of a child and a divorce, mm-hmm. you know, right. that will go and drive you nuts. So my therapist would always tell me, and, you know, she's been doing this for almost 30 years. She said, I can't believe how strong you are. Right. Right. And I would, <laughs> I would, I would talk to her and I would say, I'm not that strong. You know, I just, I, I just, you know, I have to be here because I have three other kids, although they're adults, although they're adults and they have their own lives, but in a father's, you know, in a, in a parent mentality, Mm -hmm. you have to be there, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta survive, you know, Mm -hmm. and I really, my goal is to thrive like you're thriving, you know, I see you and I, you know, and we have talked, you know, we went on a little trip to Mexico and it was fantastic. And it was kind of a a summit for us Mm -hmm. because this (laughs) is where, this is where we really learned about each other. And we talked about things that were important to us. And Mm -hmm. this is so important for us to get the word out that, you know, it's not always dark, you know, right. Oh, sorry. No, no, go. <laughs> there's there's a term um, instead of post-traumatic um, depression or PTSD, it, there's post-traumatic growth that, and I, for me, I, I read that later on or someone, so, someone told me about it and I was like, oh my God, that's what I've done is instead of, which I was probably yeah. lost for about five years um, and with Oof. the three kids, three and under, and then my Oof. oldest who was, yeah. yeah it was hard. And I was, I, I went and bawled my eyes out to a counselor and, but I, I finally, I was like, enough is enough. I cannot live the rest of my life like this. I can't stay in this pit. It's just, it's not me. It's not who I am. And although, yes, I mourn and I long and I'm sad that I don't have Diego anymore. I have to find a way for my other children and for myself, you know, to move forward. So I used it as, um, I started using it as fuel for my fire and I wanted his life to live on through me always. Right. So that was one reason I started working on myself inside and out. You know, his little body was broken, but mine wasn't. So what was my excuse? You know, so it was like, I, I need to make the most of this life that I have and spend every day doing that and find the joy in the little things and the big things and everything in between. And, you know, in my, my way of looking at that too, is like, for me, it's like, I had 30 years with this wonderful man, mm-hmm. right. That I had right. so many memories that I have in my head and my heart. Mm-hmm. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't go ahead and see a picture of him or think about him because his, his, his name, his legacy for me, his, right. he lives in me as long as I'm here mm-hmm. and I Absolutely. will never let his name not be not, I, I will, I will scream it from the top of the roof because I have this, I love all my kids. 
Oh my, I mm-hmm. love all, I love all my kids. Um, but it really, you know, something like this really kind of it, it it makes it it made me kind of love a little more, love a little deeper. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And um, you know, I look at things differently now than I ever have. You know, I, I think that I'm a little bit more patient before I wasn't so patient. You know, I'm a little more gracious when I wasn't so gracious. You <laughs> That's know? so true. Be- yeah. Because because I want it, I, I want it, I want I want him to be proud of me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that yeah. he's looking down on me, yeah. you know, every day. And um I just want him to be proud of his dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I just he um, is for sure. I you know, I, I know he is. Yeah. I know he is. And um you know, I just, um, and again, you know, this is, this is really kind of our story, but it's really therapy for us too. You know, sharing, sharing this, sharing this to everybody is really kind of, listen, thank you guys. Cause it's really therapy for us, you know? It is. And you know, what's really awesome is as I started sharing my story, more people have reached out um, to ask about things or whether, and maybe they haven't gone through the same thing I've gone through. But they are like, look at her. She, she's been through this and here she is, you know, shining bright. Here she is loving life. Here she, you know, so how do I do that? How can I, so that's been, um, that's been therapy for me and instrumental in my own growth, you know, in my own story. Well, and that's, and that's, you know, and so I just want to, I just want to say thank you again, because, (laughs) you you know, Really, just, just as much as I've helped you, you've helped me because, like I said, helping others helps me, you know. Right. It just, yeah, and, it, it, and it, we share that common bond. It's another person who's been through it, unfortunately, who's in this club, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. I just, yeah. I, I look at you as such a positive influence, such a positive energy that, um, you know, that I, I when we, when we got, when we, when we had our little summit. And, uh, you know, for me, it was, it was more, I took more out of it than I thought I was going to take out of it because not only did I take out, did did I take this, this friendship that we have Mm -hmm. because we had the best time ever. (laughs) Right. Right. But, 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 but really what I took out is that you can hang out with a beautiful woman, Right. Mm-hmm. without without any intentions of anything else but just a great friendship right absolutely yeah, and the same so. for for me with you know with a man yeah no it, it was mm-hmm. it was truly just an a wonderful experience and i do call it the summit the summit of mexico because this is where all this has come to right mm-hmm. of us kind of talking about our experiences about our grief and this is not the last time we're going to talk about this because there's so much right. to talk about this but yes. you know about <laughs> about about being single and, and about dating and about and about just you know the the stuff the stuff that you're going through right now you know with your mm-hmm. with your mother-in-law i mean there's so many things that we can that we have to talk about but you know we want to go ahead and just leave it for the next episode but Again, you are. I want to thank you again, Alicia, for being just an incredible woman, uh, a great beacon of light for me in a moment where I needed you, where it was so dark. Um, I don't. I don't think you'll ever understand um, what you, how you affected me. So I, I appreciate you. That's awesome. Thank you. I, you've been a great friend to me. So that's awesome. <laughs> well, on that mushy note. 
Um, I want I want to welcome you guys to listen to our next episode. Uh, you know, it's a good time to start. And the name of our of our podcast is just such a wonderful title because it's a good time to start healing. It's a good time to start, you know, just living life. So we want to go ahead and thank you for listening to us and uh, we'll catch you. And I want to say goodbye to my friend. Bye Alicia. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, we'll, and we'll talk and we'll talk soon. Catch you on the next side. Bye. Bye.